Hello, welcome to the Mamas Know Best We Got Something to Say podcast. This is a safe space where mamas can talk openly about their highs and lows of motherhood and to look deeper into who they are as women and their journey into motherhood. We may agree and disagree or cry and laugh, but one thing for sure is we will learn from one another and have a great time. So sit back and enjoy. For the first episode of the Mamas Know Best, we got something to say podcast. I am joined by my sister Dana, who was 36 weeks pregnant at the time with her first child. Listen in as we discuss her pregnancy journey, how cool it is to have kids at the same time, even though we're eight years apart in age, her decision to go the non-traditional route and get a midwife, and her anticipation of motherhood. Enjoy. So I'm joined here in my studio slash office, home office, <laughs> with my sister. Hello. Dana, who is nine months, whatever, 39 weeks, 38, no. No, 38, 37. Oh, really? Yeah. 36 and some change. Yeah. So your due date is? November 11th, okay. which is, yeah, like three weeks away. Yes, which is a week after my son's birthday, which... Her and I are eight years apart. She's my younger sister. And it's kind of crazy the way the universe works because we both are having children around yep. the same time, which I actually think is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, I know for myself, had I had my son younger, I don't think I would be in the right, I wasn't in the right mind frame. I definitely wasn't in the right relationship. Um, so that's everything, a whole that's topic. a whole nother topic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm 36, you're 28. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I'm Yes, I'll be tw- 37, you'll be 29. Yeah, Ooh, be 29 girl, almost 30. Yes. Um, and I'm pushing 40, Lord. Um, but yeah, so I think it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. that we're, you're about to have your first child. Yeah, and it's crazy because they'll be, I mean, her due date, you know, babies rarely come on their due date, but her due date is November 11th, and Jace, which is my nephew, which is your son, his birthday is November 3rd. And, you know, people always ask me when I, when I give that, like, when I tell them that they're like, Oh, well, what if he's, she's born on the the same day? And I'm like, eh, like I would, it's cool. You know, that, that would be amazing, but I want her to have, or each of them to have their own day. For sure. I think even if it's the day before or the day after, I'd want yeah. them to have their own little separate day. Although I think it's still dope that they're going to, that they have the same birthday in oh, November. The, and the same month. The yeah. Same that's, month. Like, that's still, insane. Or just a week apart. Yeah. So we were both getting busy around the same time. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> we both conceived around the same time, which is crazy. Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah, mine was a week before, around, and I specifically remember. Um, so yeah, that's that's cool. So, how are you feeling? Um, I guess all the basic emotions. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm, you know, just going into this whole unknown world of parenthood and motherhood, and not knowing what to expect and things like that. I, I'm. It's it's like you know when you first become pregnant you you have this roller coaster of emotions almost instantaneous. It's like, oh my god, I'm gonna be a mother, and then oh my god, I have to protect this little thing yes. growing inside of me, and it's not even like fully yet. grown yet. See, like was, it's crazy. Was that the first? So for me, I think that was one of the first emotions I got when I found out I was pregnant was the fact that I need to protect. Like that was mm-hmm. the number one thing. Obviously. Not obviously, because I think I have heard that some women might have a hard time maybe 
feeling love but i know protection was like the number one thing well that's kind of how, how i was i i didn't necessarily not necessarily feel love but it took me a while to kind of bond because i was like okay like it, it's just a new feeling so it's not like i didn't love this thing but it's like i think as it grew i grew to as my belly and like as the baby grew as she grew I just grew to love her, and it it's it's weird. It's like well, yeah, weird, it's like it's like almost I like as your it. belly is growing, the connection is growing. Right, correct. Because in the beginning, I'm like, okay, my belly's not really showing, and it's funny how I how, how big how yes. big is the bait? Like, there's just a whole bunch of, and then getting might be off topic, but um, um, I have a midwife, and mm-hmm. they're oh, sort of. We will get to that about your birth plan and everything, and how you found your midwife. Okay, cool, but yeah, just. To reiterate on that, I have a midwife and, you know, their practices and sort of like things and teachings, they're they're different than an actual Mm OBGYN and, you know, you don't, I I can't explain it. It's, 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 I don't know. So that's an interesting point. So I also had a midwife, which my sister, um, is with my midwife now through natural birth works. Um, my midwife was Galena which my sister has Galena as well as Sandy, who are two amazing, amazing, truly amazing women, their wives, their mothers between them. I think they have what, seven children. Mm -hmm. Um, and they own this birthing center in Margate, Florida. So actually I was going to say my first question with this is how did you feel following up with me and seeing my experience of being pregnant and kind of going through things so one of the reasons we can go that's a whole nother story of why I chose a midwife but I also had a home birth so just quickly say how was it for you to watch that and then we'll kind of go back to you feeling a stronger connection as your pregnancy went being with your midwife because I too feel like being with the midwife because it was so much more non-invasive and non like yes and just on a on a very educational very loving very supportive environment I did feel a connection as I went on as well but anyway how did that feel you watching me go through my pregnancy and do you think that helped at all or well yeah I definitely think it helped because at the time when you were preg when you were you know pregnant and and about to give birth to to Jace which was almost two years ago um and I was there and you had wanted me to be there. I, I was like, okay, you know, this is something different as well. And how did you feel when I said I was going to have a home birth? Especially at home. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, and I've always seen like, you know, you always see the glitz and glam on, on YouTube or on TV of what a home <laughs> birth is, is expected to be like and things like that. And or what a birth is expected or what a to birth be in, in general. general exactly and i remember i was there and it was not anything that we've seen on tv it was you know it's it's like again stepping into the unknown and just seeing you know someone like my sister in in pain and just you know doing what she's supposed to do but what what got to me was seeing how the midwives were and mm. you know I know Sandy was there first, yes. and I think your doula was there as well. Well, my doula came first, first. and then Sandy, because they actually were coming from, from another birth. From another birth, And yes. Galena, which was your, your head midwife, yes. she drove like from like West Palm to Fort Lauderdale, which was, if you guys aren't familiar, it's like about 45 minutes to, to an <laughs> hour, depending on traffic or whatever the case may be. But she was on like zero sleep, mm-hmm. and she just, the way they were so calm and so like... The way they handled it. Handled everything, yeah. It was just like, you know, and, and how she just knew, 
your body was mm-hmm. ready to push or yes, she that knew. that was crazy. That was crazy. Because she was literally sleeping on the, like, you know, just sleeping on the couch, taking a nap. And letting me, and well, she, they were involved, but the thing is, oh gosh, and we can go into this whole other thing about having a home birth and how does that work, but like my sister mentioned, they're very non-invasive, so... They, they were like, there. They knew. They know the process. They've they kind of let you so... do what your body is meant to do naturally, Correct. and just let you. And, and they're trained to to no. listen to sounds and to know, like just the sounds of you moaning and breathing and things like that. That's what they're trained for. So once she heard your moans become more significant and your and your your vocals become more significant, yeah. Because how many times we're like, "Is it ready?" And she's and like, "You're, she's not, like, ready you're not ready." And then <laughs> she, I, I just remember her, like you know, like I said, taking a little brief nap on the couch, just, and she heard your 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 like breathing and your moaning, and she was like, "Okay, you're ready to push." Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember, I was shocked, and I was like, what? "That's that's what I'm saying." I remember you saying like, "What? I'm ready," and she's like, "Yeah, you're ready." And then like, and she was like, "Unless you don't want to push," and I was like, "Oh no, we can, we can push, we can push." <laughs> and then just seeing that, and and I think you pushed maybe not that long. And, it was like twenty something minutes. Yeah, and Jace, I mean Jace was, and I saw literally everything. I, I recorded, <laughs> I took pictures. I was like right there, and I just talk about it, being invasive, but no, it was. It was so <laughs> going back, I think it just made me feel safe and secure already because I knew I was like, okay, I knew if if my sister could do it. I definitely could do it mm-hmm. as well. So I, I felt kind of more safe and secure in that in that sense. Did it change your perception of birth from what you see on TV? Um, or did you always knew that it was kind of possible and that what they showed on TV was? Oh glorifying? yeah, I I knew it was possible because like our mother, mom, yes, she she had us both natural. Um, she did. We have a lot of women in our family who who have natural. had natural births and who always told us not only natural well yeah natural unmedicated unmedicated natural and unmedicated yeah right and they always told us you know even before we even thought i guess about conceiving or having kids they would tell us like you guys can definitely do this like if we could do this you guys can Mm -hmm. so i think that kind of gave us motivation and just gave us like a little bit of insight like okay we can do this and as women i think we, we we can do it as well i agree and i also think I also think, um, you know, that's that's when I talk to a lot of women, when I tell them I had a home birth and they're like, what? You didn't have an epidural. You didn't have this. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things I find is I think the perception and the way. And not to say that that's wrong. No, not, not at all. Anything like that, because that's what you wanted and what you chose to bring your Correct. baby into this world. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. And I but I feel like the issue that I have is because as a society as a whole mm-hmm. we don't um not even we but like i said hollywood you know they always show women in pain and yes it is mm-hmm. painful but it's not impossible it's not um something that can't be done um you know to have an unmedicated natural right. birth now obviously complicated the fact of knowing just having the having, confidence and the yeah, support the, the, to know that right. you know what you can do it and just um, doing more research and knowing that okay, this is what our our literally this is what God made our bodies to to do. This correct. is what our bodies are meant to do. And look, when that time comes, I, and not to say because I I haven't even experienced birth, so <laughs> I could just be talking shit right now. <laughs> and then when that time comes, I could be like, where the fuck is this epidural? Well, or this medicine? Which I remember you saying that to Galena. I remember you saying, "There's nothing I can take," and she looked at you like, "Girl, no, like, goodbye." <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Like, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I remember in the middle of it. <laughs> saying why did I choose this why did whatever but really and truly it's so cliche but afterwards I was like oh 
it's yeah. that was it but anyway I, like i said this can be this will be a whole nother topic right. about you know natural birth and unmedicated birth and i was very fortunate that there were no complications and um i went kind of according to my birth plan which is a whole nother oh, story yeah. because i had a birth plan of music and massages and candles and no i wanted it to be in the dark i didn't want any music and i didn't want anyone touching me unless i wanted to be touched which i think is funny because i think that's where me and you come in as me and you being different because you're more of the planner mm-hmm. and i'm more of like a go with the flow type of person so i mm-hmm. don't even have a birth plan <laughs> like which i and i feel like that's how i mm-hmm. look at it in a sense of like well i'm just gonna go with the flow like I mean, if God forbid I need a C-section, then that's what I would need. And I would just go with like, that's how I look at it. I'm looking at it as like, I'm just going to go with the flow versus me trying to plan and prepare and overwhelm myself and get nervous of, oh my God. And then, what if this doesn't happen? Or right. what if it does? Yeah. And you know what? I, I agree. I think when people say birth plans, I think what it, it is good to have is... <clears throat> Just have research on all, all the options or or, or what sure. could possibly go wrong. Absolutely, and and if you do have certain things you do want to know that whoever is with with I, I don't want to say within your party, but your significant other, if you have your a doula, group. your support group, you let them know. Look, you know, try really truly try and stop me if I am screaming from epidural because you know if that's what you feel right. that you want. Because um, I think that's important to kind of know what you do want and don't want. But yes, I think I had this whole birth plan and at the end of the day, I just that didn't work for me when it came into the moment. I was like, okay, I need to be one with my body. I didn't care mm-hmm. about anything except for really, truly being in the moment. So anyway, going back to what we were saying where you about you feeling nervous and feeling the connection and, and, and as your connection mm-hmm. got stronger, tell me a little bit quickly about your experience with an OBGYN and why you switched to a midwife and then how that grew your connection with the baby. Well, that in itself was a whole big issue there because I started I started with an OBGYN as soon as I found out I was pregnant. Um, but prior to that, I had lost my job. I was fired from a job I was working at for about, I want to say, two, almost three years. Mm-hmm. And it w- came out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. And I, at that point, you know... I didn't even know I was pregnant at the time I I got fired, which I was. And I ended up, you know, finding out like, I think two weeks later, the day before my birthday that I was pregnant. How was that? And I was nervous because I'm like, okay, well, I don't have, the first thing I thought was I'm not covered with insurance and Mm. living in America. That's the number one thing you need is insurance, especially Mm -hmm. to provide and care for I didn't even care so much about myself because I'm like, okay, well, at this point, mm-hmm. I don't care about me. I just need to get checked to mm-hmm. see if this baby is okay. So, you know, I I found an OBGYN and I was thought, I thought through my job that I would be covered up to 30 days with after, my insurance mm-hmm. after, you know, losing the, the job, mm-hmm. right after the termination. But it turns out that it wasn't. They had terminated my benefits sooner than expected. So <laughs> I went to an OBGYN. Everything was great, you know. And then as soon as they found out that I wasn't covered with insurance, that's when the, the script flipped. And they were like, well, we can't see you. And I was like, okay, well, I'm <laughs> like, I'm pregnant. I Mind you, they know you're pregnant. Right. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm pregnant. I don't even know how the baby, like, I don't even know how many weeks I am. I, don't, I just don't know anything. This is my first child. And they're like, well, I'm sorry, but we we can't see you. Just like that. 
so of course, you know, I was, I was hurt. And then thank God I ended up finding another job within, I think that same month. Which you would have because you were fired for something ridiculous anyway. I mean, they were going through issues anyway, so. Right, exactly. So it was quick for me to find another job. Thank God. So I was with that company for um, about, I want to say like two months. And then (laughs) it's crazy how, how life works, but that company ended up going through a big bankruptcy. (laughs) (laughs) So that company just ended up, you know, just going belly up. Right. And that was crazy in itself. Cause then I was, okay, I'm back at square one. I I have no job again. And it took me a while to find the job I'm in now. Mm -hmm. But through that time, I, you know, did what I had to do for my child and I applied for Medicaid and mm-hmm. I was approved. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And I was able to get the services I needed. And then I was like, well, from that moment of me having that OBG, the OBGYN and them like just saying, basically saying like, well, we can't take you just because of insurance. And they didn't even like think to help or just be supportive. Or even or find alternative ways. Alternative ways to help me or even tell me, well, you can apply for Medicaid. Like they didn't even or tell me what anything. If they, did they even ask you maybe to pay up front and to do a payment plan? Anything Nothing. Like that? They were wow. just like, they, the only thing they did find was to try to get me like, they, they did my blood work mm-hmm. and they gave me like a little break on that. But other than that, they were like, just nope, we really can't see you. And I was just like, okay. Wow. How did, so imagine, so you're a new mom. Yep. And you're like, I just got dropped. Yeah. And at this point I was already like, after the second, after the, the second job I was with went bankrupt, I was already like maybe three, four months. Oh, wow. And now you're, you're and forced I, to deal with this. Right. And so I, you're scared. You're mm-hmm. this. But, but I try not to let that emotions affect the, the baby. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it, it, it's just a process of life. It is what it is. It's what you go through. Um, and I think that also helped too, of me staying calm. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I found Galena and Sandy, which not found them, but I I knew them through you. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. And then I realized that they took Medicaid and it was affordable for us and it was a more natural way. And I I had already seen, I had already seen like them in action. (laughs) Right. And I was like, okay, well I felt safe and secure. And I was like, I think this is what I want to do mm-hmm. and I just went with it and you know it's crazy because I feel like what you experience that in itself is a true testament to what we are as mothers yep. because your initial thing was to protect as you said the baby so you already knew and in the intuition of okay I don't want to get myself too riled up because if I get my too self too riled up it could you're thinking it could affect the right, baby exactly. you're thinking all of these things so just hats off to us because I feel like that's the that that that's your first unofficial or first official unofficial whatever you want to call it sacrifice yep. because you put your feelings aside. Yeah, because at that point, instead I of going in the moment, you didn't care. I didn't care about myself. I was like, well, I don't care if I'm covered. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want this my first child, this first like thing being sure. to to be and, okay. And even it's crazy because never in a million years did you think in yourself too that you would that someone that you would be terminated for what you were terminated for, which was right. nothing. And that they were so heartless to then cancel your insurance ahead of time. So now you're forced to go on Medicaid mm-hmm. because you're like, I need insurance mm-hmm. and nobody, you know, is which and in and, and all reality, it actually worked out better for me in the end, which it always does. Sure. But it worked out better for me because now, I mean, our, our birth is pretty much paid for. So yes. it's like, it, we're already done. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another less thing to worry about because I, do feel like in the hospitals and things like that, like some people I know still pay for their birth. Like it's, sure. it, it can be expensive. No, it can be very expensive. So 
Yeah, I, I, it just all worked out. And I think that also made me kind of going back to the question of like, did I feel a connection? I think in the beginning, I kind of didn't because I'm like, I didn't want... Well, it's, and it's new, right? You're like... <clears throat> and I just, did, I just didn't want anything else to happen again. Mm-hmm. Like that situation to be like where like... Mm, interesting. Okay. You know, like to be like, okay, well, I got kind of like... I have to put up a wall. I have to put up like a, like this guard of like me being strong. Like I can do this. So I didn't want to get too attached. Oh, wow. If that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I felt like that my whole And pregnancy. now that, you know, I, I am with Galena and Sandy and I go to my appointments, everything's okay. It's like. You feel yourself loosening up a little bit. Well, yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, I, I, you know, I talk to my belly in the beginning. I didn't really talk to the belly. It's yeah. like, it's funny and things like that. But now it's like, I talk to her and like. And I'm sure when and you heard it makes the heartbeat. Me, oh yeah, hearing the heartbeat that was an, that was another big thing. So all of that I think played played a role into me having that connection and, and things with now how with did the baby. your fiance <clears throat> Matt? <throat> so how has that been the dynamic? How was he throughout all of this? Because he's your, you know, I always find it interesting with the men because there's only so much they can do. Yeah, it's crazy because they're so much involved in the process, right? Because it takes two to have a baby. Yep. They also, their sperm picks the sex mm-hmm. and then that's it. Yeah. It stops there. It stops. They, then now it's all on you. Mm-hmm. What was his role like and how, tell me about that. From the moment I, we found out he was just ecstatic. He was just, you know, on cloud nine and he was more so like shocked. Like I'm about to be a father as well. And I always, he always envisioned us having kids and him himself having kids and things like that. So he was always super, super supportive and super on track with everything. And even with my situation going through what I was going through, he was working through this whole process as well. And he was like, well, look, you know, we got to do what we got to do. If I have to support you and, and, and our child, then that's what I have to do. I have Mm -hmm. insurance and We'll find a way. Thank to get God. You we'll on. find a way. Whatever. He, he yeah. was. That was his always his outlook on everything. Is we'll always find a way. Do you feel like um, <clears throat> had you not? And of course, I mean, having the support from. I think you also know. I was always here, mommy and daddy. Right. So, but so, it's different with, with for sure with your fiance. It's more because, like you said, you, you're. We made the baby, so you have more of a connection. Because he's like, wait, he's I now the have father the, of the, this the child. child so sure. it's like he's going to be in this person, this little person's life forever. So it's like, yeah, I know my parents and my sister and things like that will be there forever as well. But it's just a different connection. It's a different feeling. And how, knowing that you have that village, how important has that been having you have a village of of women that you know once the baby comes? Like, how does that feel? It feels amazing. Uh, You know, and it's funny because I talk to Matthew, which is my fiance. I talk to him all the time about that. And I'm like, becoming, you know, necessary, like finding out that I was pregnant and I always say that becoming a mother um it's like it's a whole nother community like motherhood truly is this bomb ass community like Like, a light bulb changes and it's like everything everything just changes. everything and it's like even people that like i i haven't talked to since like high school or elementary school and they have kids and they see me pregnant and it's just like Mm -hmm. this bomb ass community of like bomb ass women who get shit done and they're just like they support you it's like they literally and and her, you know, me doing a midwife and them having a hospital birth and, and them <clears throat> doing it medicated and me trying to do it unmedicated. Like, even our differences, it's like they're still so supportive. That's Be- awesome. That's awesome. Now, let's, what about any haters? And I don't want to say haters, but have you run across <clears throat> just um, 
just any negative has anyone like for me giving an example so i had someone um and i won't say who but it was a friend of the family we went to um our oh cousin's boy. baby shower <laughs> and um i was this was august so i was probably like seven months pregnant seven i think seven months pregnant something like that and she just came up to me she was like oh congratulations and then she's like oh she was like yeah such and such just found out they had a miscarriage and she's been dealing with that yeah. so in my mind and i'm like oh you don't tell a new mother that like yeah. you don't tell someone who's pregnant or that yeah and i'm like like yeah. i wanted to respond but i just said okay and i walked away and in my mind i'm like why would you tell me that, that. why yeah. would you even bring that up like sometimes i realize I, I think people don't realize that what they're saying but other times i'm like really which is why i did want to respond like hey that's rude because you know me I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit more um confrontation on that matter but i was like kind of same thing like i was like you know what? i don't even want to go with that energy let me leave it alone it, yeah. so have you had anyone make like sort of comments belly just just yeah. rude, you know, just you get in the a, normal, inappropriate like, things unsolicited unsolicited yeah. opinions that you're just like uh okay and it's like, uh, you, 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 like you said, you want to say something, but at the same time, you're like, I'm not even going to entertain that or say anything. Mm-hmm. And you get people who, you know, I, I, at work, I don't even, you, you, you kind of know at this point, like you pick and choose of who to tell, like what you're going, like, yes. So it's like at work, like I don't tell them that I'm having like a midwife oh. or, or a natural birth, or that's like my plan too. And things like that, because I know that they would. Well, it's not, it's not traditional. It's unconventional mm-hmm. to what, well, really unconventional and untraditional to the United States because truth be told in other countries, other developed countries, midwives are heavily supported. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the United States where they're not. But yes, because people don't, because it's not the norm, right. people are automatically, I remember I didn't tell pe- many people either because they would look at me like, or And then, and then they, they would just put that fear in you yes. instead of being supportive and being like, wow, girl, or, like that's congrats, or good for yeah, you good or good that's for your you. choice. They'll be like, girl, I could not do it. It was so hard, that pain. You're going to regret it and things. And yeah, it's like, that's just, you know you're gonna need the medication or oh what if something mm-hmm. happens and you're like thanks like as if i didn't think of all of this right. already and now you're just adding, adding more it. yeah exactly and like i had a lady yesterday i was actually at the mall and i was in tori birch trying on um sandals and she worked there and she was you know helping me with the with the shoes and she looks at me and she's like are there two in there or just one? Oh no and i was like no just, like i i was very friendly back to her and i was like no it's just one it's a girl and then afterwards i thought about it and i'm like she really like <laughs> when like, you said what? one did she look surprised like oh no she was just it was maybe just she like, just and you know what and maybe to give her the benefit of that maybe there wasn't a malicious thought maybe she was just asking, right like, that's why that's why I, I just let it alone but, but after like, a while it just stuck with me because i'm like that was the first time <laughs> i heard that yeah and i was just like as a woman like as a woman to another woman like you just don't like i would never go say that to a woman in general yeah. to be like is there two like i would just tell her you look so beautiful like you look so nice I know. and especially like which the- is normally what i get and I, I sometimes like i'll be out and i'll get like oh my god you're so big and that's usually from guys yeah. like i'll get that from guys <laughs> that i work with which they just guys are just funny but they're just like girl you look like you're about to pop and um, i'm like okay jaren and i just got back from chicago and we were sitting <clears throat> on the subway and i noticed this woman in front of me she looked pregnant mm-hmm so I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like... Do you say something? No, like well, that? I was going to give her my seat. Okay. That's what I'm thinking because the subway was packed and mm-hmm. she was standing. And even though she was talking to two people, she looked pregnant. I mean, her belly was... I mean, it was fully... Like, I was like, that's a pregnant belly. So <laughs> I looked at Jaren and I'm like, 
babe, I think we should say something. So he's like, nope. He's like, I ain't touching yeah. that. I'm not going there. He's like, what if she's not pregnant? So I'm like, I don't know. My woman instinct still told me that she is. She is. So I, I just asked her, I was like, do you want to have a seat? And she was like, oh, you're so sweet. She's like, thank you, but I'm going to stand talking. To I'm yeah. like, okay, the seat's available. So I looked at Jaron and he was like, Psh, nope. He's like, nope, nope. He's like, I learned my, he's like, I don't say nothing. He's like, until I know for sure. Yeah. Or they tell me, he's like, I don't say nothing. So it's funny because... Which- it's sensitive. There's certain things that's just sensitive. Yeah. And, you know, you don't know what's in... I think one of the biggest things is because... You or know, even getting coffee. Like, I went to Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> today, too. And, like, even getting coffee, I went in there and, like, I see a girl talking to her, like, whispering to her boyfriend and, like, like, is she supposed to be drinking that? Like, is she... Can she... And it's just, like... Just... You know. But, and there goes to people who are just uninformed, misinformed, uninformed. or don't know, or you haven't, they don't even know what you, right. They just don't even know. And it's just like, you know. And that's where people, as you said, they insert themselves mm-hmm. um, and just wait because once the baby gets here, you want to talk about inserting themselves. Yeah, I could People are going to insert themselves even Well, more. they do now. Like, oh, I think, it, you know, you can, and, and I know they, like I said, some they people mean, mean well. they mean really well, but it's like. Oh, I want to experience this and go through this by myself. Like, sure. let me, but I want your help. It's not that I don't, but I still want to learn and grow and experience this. We want to do this together. You know, this is a first for me and my fiance. So we sure. want to feel, you know, we want to mess up as, as stupid as it sounds, but we want to have like well, you those mistakes, have- those little mistakes and grow from them and learn, not necessarily like, you don't want to figure it out. We you need know, to I, figure it out. Exactly. Basically. And it's funny because I think, I've had, it's it's funny, having a little sister, which, you know, obviously you don't have a little sister, was almost to me kind of like, not like parenthood, but you have Mm -hmm. this little person, especially because we are eight years apart. So, you know, I've always tried to be more of like steering you the right way. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure at times, you know, it was a little overbearing and annoying. And then, yeah, at some point I had to be like, but wait, she has to figure out for her own. And when I have a child, it has Mm -hmm. to be the same way. Like, I, you know, Um, so I understand wanting what's best. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I get that. So even with me watching you being pregnant, I'm very even more um, aware and um, I guess conscious of how I talk to you in the sense of I don't want to tell you too much. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, like I would be like, I wonder, you know, like I was imagining like she's going to come to me and we're going to have these great conversations. And then I had to, you know, when you have the two person and the Mm -hmm. other person was like, number one, okay, let your expectations go because that might not be. And number two, I was like, okay, hold off. The same way you experienced this by yourself with Jaren and you really wanted to have that connection. Mm-hmm. It's like you need to give that to Dana and Matt and don't be overbearing. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, oh, this and this. Yeah. Just be there anytime. Right. And if there is something you feel like, oh, oh, girl, this was something, you just drop the seed. Right. Just drop it. Let it go. And just let her know, look, I'm there for you. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. And that's it. Because right. I, I did feel it was important. But yeah, in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, she's going to come to me. We're going to talk. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, and I'm like, She's still... But I think that also goes with time because as time went on, I think I realized, okay... And also, Matt played a big role in that too because like when I would go through certain situations, he'd be like, well, ask your sister. And I'm oh. like, well, duh. Like, <laughs> she experienced it. Her, sure. She went through all of that. Yeah. So, or, or even mommy, I would ask mommy and she'd be like, I don't know, ask your sister. And I'm like, hello. Oh, oh well, because <laughs> like, it was... Certain, well, yeah, it's, so it's so long. new. Yeah, yes. mommy, mommy hadn't had kids since like a long time ago. Well, we're, yeah. So, yeah, almost 30 years ago. So, you know, I would ask mommy like certain things of like how I, how I (laughs) felt or did you experience this and how did you do this? And, and then also to having the midwives, it was different too, because like we didn't, they didn't do many ultrasounds and 
just the feelings of your body, what your body went through. And I remember just like asking other people and they'd be like, I don't know, ask your sister, like very nonchalant. And I'd be like, duh, like, <laughs> and that's, duh. What I, and that's what I was hoping. I was like, you know what? Don't just let it, it'll, I think, right. and having Jay's allowed me to be more that way and to kind of let, because, because I am the older sister, because I kind of have that type A personality, um, you know, that controller take charge mm-hmm. person. That's just, is who I am. Um, I've learned over time, number one, to just realize I can't, you know, some people, I, I can't, I have to, you know, think before I maybe do certain things because I can rub people the wrong way mm-hmm. if they don't, if they don't know where I'm coming from. Right. And having Jace, I think has made me realize that. Cause I'm like, look, you know, I, ha- if I really want to be a parent to Jace that wants to kind of let him make his decisions, mm-hmm. but be kind of in the background, kind of there and there, right. then I have to who better to start with than you as mm-hmm. you're pregnant to be like, you know what, let me just let her know I'm here, even though I want to be like, oh, this and this. And not for nothing, every pregnancy is different. Yep. I think that's another thing. So, you know, to kind of, um, because we could be here, I think, all hours. And I, I want to kind of zone in. Now that you are pregnant and you're kind of winding down, has your perception of being pregnant, has things changed of what you thought being pregnant was going to be like? Any weird, because cra- again, what the perception on TV, you have these crazy cravings, you're a crazy yeah, hormonal I mad have, woman. Yeah. Has, have you played in, has any of that occurred or is it more like you're just chilling and you're ready for, you're yeah, ready for- I, I think it's, it's a little bit of both. I, I, you know, you like, again, you see on TV or, or you read books of how pregnancy should go and how it shouldn't be and this like that. And, you have you're gonna have these crazy cravings and then it's like well if i because don't. if i didn't really have cravings and it's like i don't have cravings so is something wrong like yes. it's like they put the on like this whole doing that because then if it doesn't happen you're like is there something you're like wrong oh with shit me? so you know and, and and like i said i have app like there's so many apps that tell you like oh you'll be feeling the baby move at this point and it's like well when i wasn't feeling the baby move i'm like well is something okay like is something wrong mm-hmm. like you know like there's just so much that goes into mm-hmm. that but um yeah i think now like it just i i feel more comfortable like looking back from the beginning of when i started pregnancy to now it was a very i'm, I'm grateful because it it was a very smooth pregnancy i mm-hmm. would say like mm-hmm. You know, I had the the basic nausea and morning sickness. How and long did that last for? I would say maybe like on and off for about a few weeks, like certain foods. And I oh, always yeah, I remember certain foods, just certain foods just didn't you. sit well. And I remember even thinking of going into pregnancy. I'm like, God, I wish I, I, I want to still be able to eat what I want to eat. And I was eating a primarily vegetarian mm-hmm. based diet and going into pregnancy i remember galena and sandy were like oh they're really big on nutrition they're really big on nutrition and i remember them like saying like well you need to add more protein and i'm like well uh, it's just a whole it was just like a lot to me and i was like okay well then i need to do what's best for my child so i started adding chicken to my diet mm-hmm. and fish and things like that and that was different from me for me because I didn't really eat that stuff. But mm-hmm. now I'm like, okay, like you said, go into that protection mode. Like, well, I got to give this baby mm-hmm. what this baby needs mm-hmm. and things like that. So, yeah, I thought I was going to be eating fruits and vegetables all day and craving all healthy stuff. And that was not the case. You know, I have my days where I eat stuff that I normally don't what eat. Mm-hmm. 
and you know but other than that i i I've, other than that, i think i've seen you you've you've um your nutrition has been pretty yeah good. it's been pretty good yeah it has other than the fact of like me craving like i said things that i don't normally eat. but you don't deprive yourself you kind of right. let yourself you're letting it go with the flow which is, I, which exactly. is awesome but like as far as that like nothing really major that like i i haven't thought in my head like i can't do this again mm-hmm. as far as like going through the whole nine months sure so you find also, I, I saw you were still working out. Are, are you still doing slight? What are you doing? Not really working out. I stopped working out, I'd say maybe about a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was awesome that you yeah, I kept up. up mm-hmm. Yeah, I kept up with the working out, um, staying active, which was a huge role in, in, in my on what I wanted to do when I was pregnant. And that's funny that you brought that up because... In the beginning of my pregnancy, I was super exhausted. Like, mm-hmm. I think the first six well not even six weeks but i think i stopped working out as soon as i found out i was pregnant because i was just so tired yeah and i was just like i again like it's laying my body like, as soon as you find out it's like for me it was like total i just got tired <clears throat> yeah it, it's like a complete feeling that hits you that hits you out of nowhere and i was still i was working again at that time and i had started a new job so i was just exhausted so again, I just let my body flow naturally. I didn't even think about working out. And then... You did what you felt your body needed at that moment. Right. And then everybody tells you, oh, second trimester, you know, give it some time. Your energy will come back. And sure enough, it did around like, I think maybe 15, 16 mm-hmm. weeks, my energy sparked back up and I felt great. I went to the gym and then I stayed consistent with the gym up until, like I said, a month and a half ago. And, mm-hmm. you know... um, Galena and Sandy just encouraged a lot of, at this point where I'm at right now. Just being active. Yeah, a lot of just walking. Yes. You know, I take my dogs, I walk them around in the neighborhood, or I have a, a pool in my backyard. So I swim in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really about it, and just relaxing until she gets here. Well, I know research has shown um, being active. <clears throat> I feel like I was also active mm-hmm. before Jay's. I kind of stopped doing my active stuff maybe when I was like five months pregnant because then I had gotten the... Um, Round ligament. Round ligament yeah, disorder. That's, yeah. Um, the round ligament um, pain. And that was very painful for me. And it kind of never got back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just stuck to walking. I walked a lot. And I do feel like... I was going to say, well, how, say how, did, how did did you feel like that helped you with I with do. I, I mean, labor? even research has shown that being active... I mean, mm-hmm. women that even work up until the last day yeah. of pregnancy, it's just like because you're, you're, you're active with it. Mm-hmm. Um I know mommy said she worked until the end for both pregnancies and then she stayed home with us. But yeah, I do. I mean, look, research just showed that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was very fortunate again that I, that I was healthy. Right. Um, uh, And I think I stopped working like maybe, I don't know, maybe like a week before. It wasn't Mm -hmm. too much long before then Jace came. Um, So I do, I do think it helps, but walking, walking for sure. I think it just gets our body ready. Um, and, and like you said, just staying active, just getting up and even moving. I think it just, just it's look, it's good for us in general. Mm-hmm. And I think it also is good for your mind. Um, I feel like if, if they say we should do it just when we're not pregnant, right. I can only imagine the benefits it's doing when you are pregnant. Um, I just salute the women out there that, um, that up until the nine months, they're like on some like uh you know full-on workouts for themselves um which again that's what i I envisioned in myself like becoming pregnant i was like oh i'm gonna be working out till like the end and i'm gonna be doing all this stuff and then it's like and you have to listen to your body like you you in your mind might might say you're gonna do it this way but your body is like huh that's another lesson for mothers so we have two lessons in mother right you're already sacrificing from the beginning right Mm -hmm. and this is another thing that's gonna is you're gonna 
which once you have the baby, we got to come back and do this because <laughs> I want you to tell me if it's everything you envision, I, I if you're going to be like, hell, hell no. no. Um, because I think, again, with parenthood or motherhood, you know, we, we have a vision. Mm-hmm. It's going to be this way and it doesn't always work that yeah. way, but there's a reason for it. It's what's meant to be. And number one priority is having the instinct and listening to your body. I right. think that's key. Mm-hmm. People could tell you everything, but listen to your body. Even sometimes our doctors think they know what's best. Right. And and of course, I mean, they are, they are medically trained professionals our midwives have been to over i don't know how many births oh my gosh um that's why i was just in awe of how they knew that my body was ready ready. like it was just Mm -hmm. amazing for me to see and i think that's also going back on that topic which again we can go on and on about just midwifery and things like that but there's you there's only two of them there mm-hmm. so you're but with that's awesome because i feel like having two midwives because in some situations yeah it's only one OBGYN right. or one midwife but we have two awesome two. midwives who one of them is also a lactation consultant they yes. are amazing but yeah th- just having them and th- your your visits with them are not like it's having an OBGYN and also having the, uh, a, a midwife it's like the appointments are so different you know, you go into a doctor's office and you're waiting for, oh, oh, you're waiting forever for your appointment. Then the first thing, like, again, they ask is your insurance. And then the, your, the nurse's your, assistant, your number. yeah, your number in a file. literally the nurse's assistant comes in, checks you, asks all the questions, does everything. The doctor comes back in, the OBGYN comes back in again, checks you and then you're, you're on your way. Yep. Doesn't really ask questions. Just, you know, the basic, how you feeling, how this Mm-hmm. But then now with the midwife, it's like the appointments are so different. They're more personal. Yes. You have more of a connection. You have their cell phone numbers. You can text you, them at any time. I can time. text her at any time, which I have. I've texted her a few times and she's always, you know, on call and, and, and she responds quickly. And, and it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a whole different feeling. It's a whole new world. And yeah. they almost become like family mm-hmm. in, in a sense because For it's sure. like you're, you, you talk to them, you open... I feel more comfortable with her. I, I'm, I'm more open and, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, it's... It's just, it's, it's amazing. And mm-hmm. I, I wish, you know, well, like I said, we can, we can go on Oh, yeah, that. that's... Um, and then just lastly, to kind of wrap this up, well, I'll answer two, ask two more questions. One, how has the relationship changed between you and Matt? Has it strengthened you guys, which it sounds like it has. Mm-hmm. I think you guys kind of both have your goals and stuff. Yeah. Now it's like serious, right? Oh, now yeah. it's like you know it's serious. It's like, um, what do they call that? Like, um, an eye it's like in flight way. mode. Like oh, literally right. it's like everything's like, okay, like not necessarily in a rush to get things done, but we know we already envisioned and we're like, okay, we know we have to get it done. Like mm-hmm. it's not just me and you no more. It's sure. now we have, we have to put our, you know, stuff to the side and we have to take care of this little person but still worry about our our, our goals and our dreams and, sure, and, and just to have it come together right exactly and then too you know what do you want to say to your baby ava now that you're winding down <laughs> you know and you know yeah like what are your you know your what what do you want to say here to kind of wrap up um i just kind of give you the mic to say what you feel and then like i said we'll do this once she's here and um yeah um i just for her i would just want her to be just as strong and this will make me cry (laughs) um (laughs) i would just want to say i would just want her to be a strong yes independent girl who knows that her parents loved her from the start um 
and we just can't wait to have her here to hold her and to kiss her and to just love on her and watch her grow and just blossom into who she's supposed to be and who she's supposed to become oh that's beautiful um <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> no it's awesome it's crazy just like you just get so emotional like it's, yes it's it's crazy what the um and again i mean it's hormones it's everything oh but yeah pregnancy hormones that's the first of many 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 yeah. cries um it's gonna get me to start and i'm crying. already emotional but i'm already an emotional person so i could imagine when she's here like just watching her take her first steps mm-hmm. and things Every, like, just yeah everything. i think the most beautiful thing on my part has been being jace's mom and this part gonna make me cry is yeah you're watching this little person that you created with someone that you love yeah and it's half growing. of it's half of each of you so it's like half yes. of you half of your partner and it's like we made this whole person yes and you they know, have personality traits from both oh like i can't even They're imagine gonna, she's gonna have personality traits what i think is just crazy from the moment from, she is born yep it's just insane um you know jace has always been a laid-back kid he just always was he was a really good and i don't like to say good baby bad but you know yeah uh, you know leading into that whole hype he of like did you see what he just had his, his own personality and he's kind of been chill pretty much mm-hmm. up until the point like he's just a chill kind of kid um he definitely has his moments like his mama where um because <laughs> I'm, I'm not the chill one in the relationship between my husband and myself my husband is a chill one but um yeah it's just it's it's such a blessing to watch them grow mm-hmm. and you know what i would say to you is i'm so proud of you um this baby is going to be loved more than she'll know and i'm so happy that we're going through this in essence together, together of, yeah. you know of of having what, basically our children growing i mean jace mm-hmm. is jace is two years old and yes it feels like i've been a parent for a lifetime but i i still have so much to learn and there's so much um so the fact that we're going through this together i am so thankful for um and you know i'm always here for you, you know mm-hmm. jaren's always here for you and i love you and yeah that just took a turn that went from like (laughs) it went from being like so like so so, like happy and positive to like so dramatic and crying (laughs) which is always our conversations usually always end like that we have our feelings we're always in our fields and our feelings yes for sure but yeah so anything else no i think that's it um i'm excited i'm like i said i'm excited to start this new chapter and this new journey and i'll be back to tell y'all how it goes with my labor and delivery story (laughs) and this is october 20th so remind you she is due november 11th um so yeah three weeks away yep well we'll check back in and see how that goes yes bye guys bye guys Thank you for tuning in and listening to the first episode of the Mamas Know Best, We Got Something to Say podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Tune in for the next episode where I discuss my decision to go from an OBGYN to a midwife and my plan for a home birth. Continued blessings to you all for love and light.